I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, are you looking to land a remote gig ASAP? Well, did you know that we not only have a ton of online jobs you can apply to on our site, but now we are also sending them straight to your inbox. I'm happy to announce that we will be sending our email subscribers legit online jobs every Wednesday. We have done hours of research so you don't have to. If you want to be the first one to hear about the remote gigs we find, go to theoffbeatlife.com to subscribe. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here for our extended interview with Jen where we talk about the first steps you can take to start a creative online business. Hey Jen, how are you? Hey Debbie, I am doing awesome. Thank you so much for being here again for the extended interview. Can you tell us about you and why you live an offbeat life? Yes, Debbie, I would love to. Well, so a couple of things that come straight to mind why I feel like I'm offbeat or as I like to call it, countercultural. <laughs> Not everybody's doing it this way. Is we definitely tend to live a little bit more on the adventurous side and we like to travel with our kids a lot out of the country. I work from home. I left a successful, secure career in teaching and decided to venture out into a creative service-based business as a photographer. And then from there, I decided to be an online mompreneur. And I've definitely been honing in on what I'm learning how to do and not something I've mastered by living an unhurried life, one that is just countercultural to the world. And I oftentimes kind of keep my head down. I'm a TV screen-free family, <laughs> which means that I sit in front of a screen for my computer time to work. But other than that, I don't watch the news. I don't listen to the news. I don't watch TV. We don't do YouTube videos, any of that stuff, which is crazy. People hear that and they just don't quite get it, how I do that with three kids. But it's really been a process and it's been awesome and we love it so much. I get my news from my husband who does look at his phone. So he'll, he'll filter it. He'll tell me what's going on in the world. He's your news anchor. That's awesome. He is. It'll just be like, I could tell you anything right now and you wouldn't know what's I real know. and what's not. Well, one time <laughs> he tells me, he tells me things like, hey, by the way, just so you know, like a few days ago, this happened. And I'm like, oh my gosh, really? You know? And he's like, yeah. And then I always, so this is like a role I set up with him. He always has to tell me a positive news story after that. And I'm like, because <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to just get the horrible, awful stuff. And so he'll give me like some little, you know, twist of a new story or something positive. And sometimes I've been like, is that real? He's like, no, but I couldn't find anything positive. <laughs> like, what like, terrible. Oh, what? <laughs> you can give me all the tragic news and it's true, but there's really no positive that we can find out there. <laughs> So Jen, you, once you left your teaching gig, you became a 
photographer and you have been able to help so many creatives start their own online business. Can you tell us what you would typically share, the tips that you would typically share with somebody who wants to start a creative online business? Yes. So first of all, I was getting this question so much when I quit teaching and went into photography because I was able to surpass my teaching income within a couple of months. And I don't mean like my monthly income. I mean my full year's salary within a couple of months. And then I hit six figures before I had resigned for a full year. So people were definitely coming and asking me, "What, what are you doing? Like what's going on? And That was more for a service-based business, like I said, photography. But I just translated a lot of what I did into the online world. And to kind of help me answer those questions again and again, I actually wrote the book Creative Business Startup, which was – it's empowering women to start a small business from home and a creative one at that. So I'm sure you could probably use a lot of same principles if you're wanting to do something in finances or real estate or things like that. But when I say creative, I'm talking more along the lines of, you know, floral, calligraphy, teaching, cooking classes, different things like that, that are going to be transforming your life to teach those things and to serve what you are good at or what your passion has always been. And so by writing Creative Business Startup, that's actually one of the things that I would say as an online entrepreneur is a great thing to factor into your business plan is to have some sort of a, it's like a book, an ebook, a product, something that you can do a lot of work up front. And then with just gentle reminders and promotion, you can let it keep running in the background to be income generating for you. But when people first come to me and they talk about starting an online business, the big question that they have because your website is your number one way that people are going to see you and learn about you online is they talk about creating their website. In fact, just a couple of nights ago, I sat down with a really good friend that is super amazing businesswoman and she was designing her new website and we kind of critiqued it and went through it and went over everything. And I was able to point out some ways to make your website work for you instead of just it being kind of like a a place to go see your pictures and read your story, but a place that you can actually start making money on it. And I don't mean with ads or things like that, but I mean with capturing people's emails and making a connection with them and telling a story and making them feel heard. So all of those things go into creating your website and it can seem overwhelming But honestly, the number one thing when you're creating an online creative business is you have to know who you're serving. You have to know that person and you have to know them so well that you could write a website for them so that when they come onto your website, they see and they say, oh my gosh, this is exactly the person I've been looking for. This person is going to show me how to X, Y, Z, or this person is going to teach me how to, or this person has the exact thing I was needing for X. And so then you're going to want to definitely have some way to serve them. And a lot of times we talk about freebies or giveaways or things like that. And that is for sure a great place to start. Some way for you to stay in contact with them, for you to be able to 
get their email address in exchange for a gift that you can give them in whatever way, that is going to be the number one thing you want to start doing as you're building your online business. And I know you might think, well, I need to create this product to start making money, to start doing this and that. But if you can start by knowing who you're serving and serving them, then the finances are going to come. Like the profit is is going to be there if you're being attentive to their needs and if you're not just chasing a dollar sign. Yeah. I love that it's technically working for you. And we talked about this in your initial interview is really creating something that you work on once and then it does the work for you the rest of the time. And creating an opt-in, building your email list is such a huge thing. And I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that most of us entrepreneurs make in the beginning of our journey is we don't focus on that. And sometimes we really focus on like gaining followers on social media in the meantime like you know those people will never buy anything from you but if people are willing to give in their email to you that means they're extremely interested and you know that lead is so valuable oh yeah and it's a person it's a person sitting there on the other side that is giving you enough time to click open on your email like I really want that to soak in when you're starting a business if you have gained someone's trust to the point that they are going to sit down because you know your inbox is full, like, you know, there are so many things pulling at people these days vying for their attention. If they are going to give you the time of day to open your email and to look at what you have to say, then you better believe you are creating a relationship with them and you email them back. If they email you, you encourage them, you serve them and then you figure out what would make their life easier. And that's the product that you create. And that's where it's because then it's natural to say, hey, awesome. I'm I'm so thankful you've been reading my emails. Like this is great. Because most email providers, like you can see who's opened your emails. And so then you can tell them like, hey, I want to make your life just a little bit easier. Here, I created this literally just for you because you know them. Now you've you've studied them, you've talked to them, you've seen their activity online, like you know them and you know that what you have truly will make their life a little bit easier and a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the really valuable thing about that is knowing who your audience is and what their pain points are in order for you to service them the right way. And I think we get into the habit of, I know what they want, you know, this is what they want. And then you put it out there and it's crickets and nobody's buying it. And you're wondering why you're not getting any sales. It's because you didn't do testing. You didn't understand who these people are. So that is such a great way of understanding your buyers and also servicing them the right way. So are there any other tips that you can give us, Jen, for those of us who are just starting in online creative business? I mean, I don't want to beat a dead horse or anything, but have a good email provider and truthfully serve people by giving them, by gifting to them. And when you're doing that, I think you just naturally start to gain trust in people. If I could go back and really start there, I think that my business could have been even bigger. It could have been even better. 
than where it started off and went. And, and it was a great, it, it is a great business. But when I started my photography business, I think I really was worried about the bottom line dollar amount more than I was about just providing a unique, helpful service for these people. Yeah. That's a great way of putting it out there. So thank you so much, Jen, for being here with us today. If our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? You can hang out with me on Instagram at Jen Brazil or over on the Unhurried Life podcast. Perfect. Thank you so much, Jen, for sharing with us all of these amazing tips. We really appreciate it. Yeah, it was great to be here. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Jen. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where she shares how she was able to transition from being a teacher to becoming a successful remote photographer. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing, to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Live. I'll talk to you soon.